You're listening to Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Bozeman. In this podcast, I'm sharing business systems and strategies specifically tailored to the bridal sewing industry so you can build your own modern and profitable bridal alterations business. Join me as I also get to chat with fellow seamstresses and share their personal success stories. I'm so glad you're here and that we can okay, grow together. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Secrets trade. of Bridal Seamstress. Today, we are, we, we've gone international today. Okay. So I am with Kate Wooden and she is a fabulous seamstress just North of Sydney, Australia. And we had a heck of a time figuring out what time we'd be talking to each other. So, um, I actually logged into this call like an hour early cause I couldn't look at the chart correctly. So, but we're here. <laughs> We made it. <laughs> and as we are getting into our fall season or kind of slowing down, Kate, you're totally opposite and you're getting ready to ramp up into spring. Ready to run. Ready to run. Wow. I just can't wrap my head around that. It, so we've already had some kind of fun giggles about like the differences of where we live. So I'm just so honored that you're here. This is super exciting. So um, if our listeners um, have seen you on Instagram, they know of you as like the encourager on Instagram and you're always like cheering us on and, and leaving sweet comments and just, you're just a great, like positive presence. So thank you for that. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, how you started your biz. What does your, so your sewing studio look like? Who do you love to serve? All those good things. All those good things. <laughs> <laughs> I started uh, to learn to sew as a brownie. And, and I went along to brownies. My mom was a brownie oh. leader. So my very patient mother taught me to sew. <laughs> <laughs> and then when my Nana died, I ended up with Nana's old sewing machine. And wow. I think that dad just saw me trying to use it. Mm -hmm. um, and so actually my last gift from my dad before he died was my sewing machine. Oh, wow. That's and so special. Yeah, yeah, really special, really mm -hmm. special. And I was just sewing for myself, doing all that good stuff. And mm -hmm. then um, I went to evening college and mm -hmm. started to learn like little bits of couture work, but then like sort of more about just fitting jackets. And I found out I have odd even shoulders. So I now notice so, so many others, like the brides are coming out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, seriously. They're like yeah. a unicorn if they actually match. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then um did so that was all for sewing for yourself like you just kind of want yeah. to know for your own skill set that's so cool yeah yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. and I was only ever doing it for fun mm -hmm. um and then my hubby got put onto this permanent late afternoon night shift and so I was like okay my girls are doing ballet and I was like how do I do this and because I was working at the hospital my shift's mm -hmm. all over the place and it was like okay right what can I do from home? It doesn't have big overheads and I don't have to sell anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I was there just talking to one of the mums at school. She said, Kate, I work at one of the shops. I can send people for doing hems. And I was like, okay. And I went home that afternoon and set up a Facebook group instead of a page yeah. and made my own little business cards and all the mums from school just started sending me uniforms and then oh my goodness I started to have a few bridesmaids come through mm -hmm. and then the bridesmaids came to the brides and then um yeah and then I had this little um boutique reach out to me and just sort of said hey Kate 
do you sew for anyone? I was like, no, I just sew what comes in my door. And she said, oh, can you come and have a look at my store, see if you can work with the things? And I went up there and I was like, beautiful fabrics, like really on trend gown. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow. And so then I just didn't have bridal seasons. I had bridal years with coming oh, wow. on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So just this one lady, that opportunity, and it's just rolled from there. And this year in February, it was like 10 years since I started my business. So. Oh my goodness. Congratulations. I Thank had you. no idea that it was just that gradual. Like you literally start with some pant hems and then some bridesmaids and brides. And that yeah. is so cool. So it's like, you never had to think like, okay, where am I going to find clients? It sounds like they just always were kind of drawn to you. Yeah. And, and I just, like, sort of, I'm so grateful for the mums at my school <laughs> at the very beginning because then they would have friends who were bridesmaids and mm-hmm. And then I had this one bride and she just had had her dress altered elsewhere and had gone to buy a second dress after this. Oh, my goodness. And she'd gone to someone that I had done and um, she said, look, just call Kate. And it was like, Sunday, eight o'clock at night. She was getting married on the Friday. And I said, come now. So Whoa. she came and um, I just looked at it and I went, look, I can do it, but you won't get it till Thursday. I said, mm-hmm. like, I have big week, like we had ballet, we had um, watching week, we had like sort of excursions to Sydney. I went, you won't get it till Thursday. And she came on Thursday and it fitted and she just had tears and it was just like so exciting. And then on the Friday I got a phone call going, Kate, no one knows how to lace up a dress. Can you come? I went, I'm there, I'm there. And so she was just my biggest advocate ever, 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 ever. I'm just saying yes at that last minute. (laughs) You like saved the wedding on multiple levels. So yeah. Yeah. one of the girls yesterday um and she had like 24 hours before her wedding and she picked up a dress and they just hadn't taken it in right and it had they put on she wanted some straps just so she put some straps on the dress but they made them like dance straps with big sequins and stretch and it was like it just looked oh no it just looked a little bit gaudy and so then yeah in 24 hours <laughs> turn around um went and sort of fixed all up this dress and had a proper bridal like beaded straps and yeah <laughs> so what you're saying is you're a miracle worker down there in sydney <laughs> that is crazy like so do you typically work with like do you enjoy this like quick turnaround or are these just the anomalies or do you <laughs> Yeah, no, they certainly seem to be the anomalies. I, okay. I normally like to, um, uh, some people are different, but I normally like to say I'd like to see you three months before your wedding. Mm-hmm. One, so I can see the dress. Two, so I can see what needs to be done. Right. And three, they have time to do it and book subsequent bookings. Like, so right. It was just being on my own little mm-hmm. cheer squad and working. And yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Oh yeah. I 100%. I always feel like booking early enough is safer than kind of waiting to last minute and then you just can't catch up, you know? So did you have a specific point where you wanted to focus on bridal sewing or did it just kind of gradually happen or? Yeah, no, I think it just sort of gradually happened, but I do love beautiful fabrics. Like sort of, um, I had one like palace couture dress come through and it was like, she bought it secondhand, 
but just the detail. And I was like, oh my God, the luxury of the fabrics. And it was just like, it was, yeah, yeah, it was so yummy. (laughs) (laughs) So you have like only sewing pretty things, like that's the standard and yeah. (laughs) (laughs) During lockdown, I had this guy ring me, asked me to uh, replace a zipper in your sleeping bag. It was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yes. That does not fall into the pretty category. So how do we gracefully say no? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm a bridal seamstress. (laughs) So have you, um, when you like worked with that shop owner who, you know, kind of want to have partnership with you, how did that work out? Were you still working like alone at home or did you work in her shop or what was that like? No, I worked from home, like sort of okay. completely separate to the shop. So oh, nice. um, they would pick up their gowns and because sometimes they'd pick them up months before, like sort mm-hmm. of, um, and then they would just bring a book with me and then I'd book them in my little thing. But I learned very early on, I would not book the subsequent booking at the time of booking. Like I would just think, oh, yeah, well, I'll just get to the next stage and then I'll book them in. But yeah. I definitely found the way I worked better was to have the next appointment booked at that time. So then I knew my own time frame, which sort right. of now works in with my girls who are both doing dancing, like sort of, and doing working at McDonald's, like sort of that, that constant. Yeah. That's hubby's at work. It's just like that constant trying to be there and get them there and do all that sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. That sounds just yeah. like a really busy phase that you're in with like the girls, all their like extra stuff and then working and then you kind of balancing it all. So that's a lot. And one of the reasons that we wanted to talk was about focusing on just staying positive and being your own cheerleader when you work alone. And I love that you brought that up because something that we, we don't, I think that we don't realize that we do it or that we have to do it. And so the fact that you kind of drew attention to that and like, we're responsible for our own like positivity sometimes, you know? (laughs) So, and like, I think for a lot of listeners, like there are people who, whether they have their own shop outside the home or whether they're still working at home, um, or they have like a home studio or whatever, or like, we're always sewing by ourselves. I shouldn't say always. I think there's some people who, you know, have employees or whatever, but like, um, there's a lot of alone time and like alone thoughts that come in and insecurities that come in. And so, um, I'd love to just kind of dive into that a little bit. So how do you, like, what are your favorite things to do during your like alone sewing days? Cause I think that like, I can see that you're pretty social like me. So I love like my fitting days where I'm like, oh, you know, and I'm just like talking to the brides and like, it's because like, we've been fun. silent for so long, the day. It's because we've, been, we've had to be quiet and concentrate. And then somebody is like, oh. Exactly. It's like, got to get it all out, you know? So, um, what are your favorite ways to spend the time when you're like sewing by yourself and quiet? Well, you're probably going to laugh, but (laughs) I listen to historical romance books, like on my Bluetooth headphones, because generally (laughs) hubby sleeping during the day. So all the love that the dukes and the duchesses get sewn into my gown. (laughs) (laughs) You're like sewing the romance into the bridal dresses. I love it. And yes. that's the thing with the historical romances. They're always happily ever after. Right, right. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, generally doing that. And then um, I also think with um, just I, I have shutters in my office as well, um, mm-hmm. but just tilting them and let that natural sunlight come in, it just mm-hmm. like it's the perfect positioning. Yeah. And yeah. And I think once you've got that 
sort of natural light coming in. It just, I don't know, it gives you that natural calmness. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also dealing with the beautiful fabrics. Like, yeah. <laughs> you love what you do. So it makes it like a lot easier, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when you're, um, okay. So when we're, before we were recording too, I was sharing how like, I was so excited about this conversation because this morning I got an email that kind of made me feel like, Oh man, it was an email from actually a previous bride. So she's already had her wedding, which was weird. Um, and it just kind of gave me weird feelings and it's like, okay, I just kind of had to sit with it. You know what I mean? Cause I didn't have coworkers to chat with it, or I didn't have, you know, my boss to send it to like, Hey, can you look at this email? Like, how do I respond? It's like, Oh, that's me. Um, so those like really protecting like our mindset or thinking about how clients affect us is really important or else we would go crazy, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are things that you've like taught yourself? Cause you've been doing this for 10 years. You've been working with brides for that long. What are some things that you've taught yourself along the way that keep your head on straight and focus Um, on the right stuff? Well, I think because I'm already focusing on the beautiful fabrics, but then like, so I, I think because I love seeing the end result and, and like sometimes it's when you put a bride in the gown and it's finished, it's like, I forgot what I did. I forgot mm. how I fitted. And um, I'm, I'm not sure whether a lot of the girls do, but I tend to draw my my dresses in my book as I'm sort of oh, whatever cool. I'm going to do. Um, and so then it sort of reminds me of what I have to do, mm-hmm. but also like sort of it's like, wow, how did that fit before? And then knowing that you're going to change that, it's just like, okay, I'm, I'm in this process of always moving forward and, mm-hmm. and sort of, doing the things um yeah. I think being a positive person really helps you to just being able to go okay we're just gonna get in get this done and we'll be all okay um yeah I know that we were just saying like sort of if you were working in a big team you wouldn't be the person the one to deal with all the Instagram and all the emails and all the mm-hmm. Facebook messages and then trying to order your own fabrics and then trying to right. like sort of doing all that sort of stuff that you're a one-man band mm-hmm. and so if you're not your own leader then <laughs> you're just not going to have that way to keep yourself going right um, yeah, I think that. Yeah, that was so good because it's like we kind of lose sight of that. That it's like, why do I feel kind of discouraged or tired or like I really can't respond to this email right now? And it's like, well, take a step back and think of all the things you are taking on that, you know, normal people who go to their nine to five jobs or whatever, they're not taking on those emotions or that yeah. like weight, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think there's, um, Obviously, like there are more pros that outweigh the cons in this industry or else we wouldn't be doing it. So like the amount of, you know, like our percentage success rate is like super high, but then every once in a while, somebody will kind of like crawl in from from out of the work, out of the woodwork. That was really difficult to say. Crawl (laughs) in from out on the woodwork. (laughs) What is the phrase? Crawling from from out of the woodwork. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's how we say something about the woodwork. Yes, yes, yes. They just get in your life. And then it's like, that is what I know that I can just really hyper fixate on. Do you ever get that way? Yeah. Yeah. But then I did like 
the friend from Vital Sewing Technique was just telling us a story once about how a lady's mom just said, um, it, I don't want you to do my dress, blah, blah, blah. I'm not meeting you at the studio. Come meet me here and hand over the dress. And almost when Ooh, I need to look back. We need to get this episode in the show notes. What? I've never <laughs> heard this one. Yeah. No, she was just talking about this story, how things just didn't fit well with whatever happened that she had this dream and mm-hmm. whatever. You'll have to get, yeah. Um, okay. But then it was like almost a, I go, right, if this doesn't fit with me and her, then that's okay. Like sort of I'm not losing anything. She can go somewhere else. Like sort of that all my own work speaks mm-hmm. for itself. Yeah. Um, Ooh, yeah. my own work speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's like just recently um, we had our uh, Bridal Industry Awards and I got highly commended and Ooh. it was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, yeah, I'm still doing a really good job. And I'm still, obviously, the brides that I am servicing are the ones that I've clicked with, that they've gone through to vote. Like it's not one of those ones that anyone can vote, but it's actually the brides that are actually voting within it. So oh, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. Like, that's a huge thank deal. Thank you. Yeah, it's just little on me. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And my oh tears got went, yay. <laughs> Your inner cheerleader. Yes, exactly. Um, So how do you like, um, okay. So how would you change the narrative in your head? Like if you're kind of on a one track way, like thinking about like, maybe you're feeling behind or I I know you mentioned like you love seeing the transformation kind of focusing on that end result, but do you kind of have a system of like, okay, I'm noticing that my thoughts are really staying like negative or I'm focusing on whatever, like this email or this past experience from a bride or whatever, you name it. Um, how do you just like shift that thinking? Because I actually, I get that question a lot from, um, seamstresses who reach out and they're just having like a rough time. And because we work alone, we don't realize everybody literally goes through this and we don't want to talk about it, but it's like, everybody has instances where it's like, yeah, we've had a disappointed client or two, or like maybe more, like I was saying, like this year, I'm like, well, it's just something kind of weird in the air or the, the expectations are different. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're not alone in those experiences or those thoughts, but what do you do to like, okay, turn it off. And we're not focusing on that. Yeah. I think like sort of, it's also, um, I don't know, brides have had a lot of time in their head because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Brides have had an awful lot of time in their head. And a lot of our girls, like, I'm still having them coming through that have had to replan and replan and replan. Mm-hmm. And um, I think being aware of them and just going, okay, right, she must be having a hard day. Okay. She's having the hard day. I'm not having the hard day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, mm-hmm. right, put that back onto her and respond just go like in your professional thing and I think that's the thing of like having to learn to be professional when you really go are you sure you really wanted to send this email to me Um. (laughs) (laughs) that is so good yeah it's like I know that did you know this wasn't just a draft that you actually sent it yeah (laughs) (laughs) or something I've had to learn to do is become a little bit politically correct if that's the look you're after, mm-hmm. like sort of if your dress is falling off you on one side, okay, if that's the look you're after, and then generally, like, mm, maybe not. It's like, yeah, mm, 
Mm-hmm. And and like so when you have like the mum going, oh, can you like I'm just wondering about this bit down here. What do I want? We just gotta start at the top and mm-hmm. then work our way down. And I think just sort of having that calm sense, like you're excited for them for having a wedding, but having that calm sense of being able to wait, where's Ooh, my yeah. priorities? What have I got to do? Okay, I start from the top down because there's no way I'm gonna hem it if I'm pulling it up at the shoulders. Yeah. After. Like, yeah, exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> so what yeah. I'm hearing, which I think is so cool is like, you just have a really healthy view of yourself. Like you're really confident. And I think that's a great secret too, is like, you have confidence in your skills and in your relationships with your brides and what you provide. And I, I mean, correct me if I'm hearing it wrong, but I feel like that's a really good driving force for you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I have been, awesome. I have, <laughs> I have been through quite some uh, things, like sort of with losing dad, and then um, we lost our first baby as well. So, oh, um, it, it, like, yeah, it, and and I think that completely changed who I was and what I was willing to accept in my life. And, wow. and yeah, my emotions, like sort of, yeah. And I think I try to tune out of a lot of the. The, the little bits and pieces that could be really icky. It's just yeah. like, okay, right, that's a little bit icky for you. I'm just going to keep on and I've got to do what I've got to do. That's awesome. Like it really changed your perspective of like what is important enough to focus my energy on or what's yeah. important to let it go and not be my thing. You were yeah. earlier, you were saying, um, they're having a bad day, but I don't need to have a bad day or whatever. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, Oh, that is yeah. so good. It's still in your control of how it's going to affect you. Yeah. And it's your perception of, of what you're seeing. Like, so mm-hmm. they come in and they just go, Oh my God, I've lost so much weight. And you have to go, okay, my dress doesn't fit. I don't feel so lovely. Well, why not? How about if we did this and pull this in here and pull this up, then it would fit you. Like, yeah. sort of, and then it's like, Oh, and yeah. I had a, like we're just starting to get into formal season as well. And I just mm-hmm. had a young girl come through and she goes, Mum, will, will Kate know what to do? And I was just like, Kate does bridal. Like, so <laughs> I don't take on very many formals, but Kate does bridal. And, and like, so it's just like, just knowing that that skill set, like, sort of can really change. Mm-hmm. And like, I just went, How about we add some pads into your dress? And she just went, I don't want padding in my dress. And almost yeah. as soon as I showed her, the look from the style of her dress. She was like, I really like this. And I was like, mm, yeah, I think because we're constantly dealing with things. Like, so right, right. Like, yeah, like I could see that this would potentially work. And this is what I say to a lot of my girls. Like, I can see that this would work. But let's just try it. And then if it doesn't, mm-hmm. I've got other options. Like, so, right. And it's always right. having that open mind of being this other mm-hmm. things. And there's a right. to behave and yeah. And I think probably your confidence is what really sets your clients at ease too, because when they know that like you have game plan, you know what you're talking about, you don't have that urgency of like, oh, I need to explain myself or prove myself. It kind of like just lowers the temperature a little bit in the room, you know? Yeah. It's not this like match of like who's who knows what they're doing in this room. It's like, okay, you do. And then it just kind of chills everything out. So, yeah. Um, I remember you saying that you play music when you um, have your rising. I don't, I have no music at all. Oh, that's very brave. Okay. I'm concentrating on what I've got to do Mm -hmm. that would distract my mindset. Like, so that I'm very focused. Yeah. Sort of what I'm doing. So 
Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, when I, when I don't have it playing, it's like, Ooh, it's really quiet in here. Like I, I feel like, Oh shoot. I forgot to turn my mood music on, you know, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I want, want like, you playlist though. I want you playlist. You're gonna <laughs> <a new> playlist. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I gotta get the playlist out. <laughs> it's like nice, like slow romance songs that just kind of like, you know, adds that little Zen factor. So, um, okay. So I kind of jumped the gun cause I wanted to, I was really excited to hear about your like tips for staying positive, but I want to go back to like working alone, because if people are listening to this, chances are they're currently sewing alone or working alone. So, um, when you, and you kind of already mentioned this too, with, you know, we, as a one woman show, you know, we encompass all the roles, like, you know, answering the emails, doing the sewing, hosting the fittings, posting on Instagram, all the things. So what do you think, I mean, maybe you've already answered this is like the hardest part of that. Is it, wearing all the hats and, and not having the messages filter through a boss or what is, I guess, the hardest part of all that? Yeah. Like I, I, I think that that is, is the thing because you are the one and only, and, and it's not mm-hmm. like your husband understands what you're going through. And it's not like sort of. They try. I mean, friend. they do try. They but... try. Yeah. And you just <laughs> Because like sort of you're it, you're you're like so mm-hmm. you're representing yourself. You're actually like doing um, you you're doing so much and for so many people. And mm-hmm. I think that um, just having having that time to be able to look at where do I need to focus so mm-hmm. I can keep going forward? And 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 for me, it's like looking at the steps I need to do. Okay, yeah. I see a bigger picture, right? I'm not as dedicated as one of your girls that you'd interviewed here said, I only answer emails at blah, blah, blah time. And it's like sort of normally I'll try. But yeah, oh, that, like, that was Adrian. That was awesome. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I got to write that down. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like sort of maybe with doing that, that can allow us to go, yeah. right, this is my time for here and then I can positively move forward onto the next thing and mm-hmm. and just seeing like the next step forward like sort of that it's not just like a sprint race we actually have a marathon that we get through in just one day like right sort of we have so much that we're going through mm-hmm. um and I really feel that that's um the progress I, li- I like progress I like yeah. those sort of the the process of progressing like yeah absolutely um, (laughs) do you feel like that changes like seasonally are there certain times a year where like your part of your job is more difficult and other parts become harder like throughout I don't know like yeah like yeah definitely definitely our, our spring summer season is just is generally our massive time and um I I have I have a little piece of guilt and it's my daughter's birthday is the 15th of December and I normally have been running on empty before oh, yeah that every year and um my other daughter's the 19th of November but like I said I seem to have enough and then we've got our ballet concerts and then we've also got all the brides because I want to shut down it was something that the bridal store taught me mm-hmm. you need to book in your holidays so I shut down from before Christmas till after my birthday which is like the 11th of January like I oh my goodness I wow that whole time out good for you and I can we'll be working but mm-hmm. I won't see people so if the girls and I want to go to the movies or whatever but it's just like yeah. sort of going okay 
I know I'm already running that trundle wheel mm-hmm. <laughs> before I get to that 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 yes one. Yeah. And, and just having that once again the little progress in the process, like sort of right. step. I know that I am moving forward. It may have just slowed down a little bit by that time because I'm yeah. just running, I'm running on empty. I'm like sort of working till 2:30 in the morning when my husband gets home and saying, Hi, sweetheart, and then getting up at six to get the girls off to school. Like sort of Oh the, my word. Um yeah. Um wow, Wonder Woman over there. Oh <laughs> but like he's been doing this for Oh, about 10 years. So yeah. like sort of it's just you just you just have to do it. Like yeah. sort of I, there's no real sick days. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, I know. We talked about how both of us, we were sick earlier this summer and this like the worst part of being sick, I felt was like not so much being sick, but the catch up and knowing oh, the I'm going to. Yes. The rebooking was, I had to reschedule 17 appointments in one week. And I'm like, why? So that was the hardest part was just like, thankfully, like you said, I could still sew like, so I wasn't super behind on the work, you know, the sewing part, but like, but the face-to-face appointments, it was super stressful. And I feel like that was, um, that was just really hard to like catch up on, you know, and you, those are the things that you just can't foresee. Like you don't expect to get sick. And especially like, you know, I don't, really expect to get sick in the summertime, but maybe that's a sign that I need to slow down a little bit in the summer. If I'm <laughs> my immune system's <laughs> down, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe, 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 maybe oh, yeah. it's, it's time to have like, sort of, and, and that is like sort of the thing of having a break, like sort of my yep. break is a real break and it's in the middle of summer. Like, so it's, a which real- is also mind boggling. Cause you're talking about that. I'm like, wait a minute, that's Christmas. How are you not? Oh wait, <laughs> Christmas, like more than white Christmas in one day in my life. I want a white Christmas. That is so funny. <laughs> but like, okay, this has nothing to do with we're totally off topic, but like what is the yeah. temperature on Christmas morning typically? Oh, some days it can be 25 degrees Celsius, 30. Like wow. wow. I don't know what that means, but I know that it's warm because you said it was 15 today yeah. and it was like 60 degrees. So that is toasty. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But then but- sometimes we end up with like summer rain. So you end up having a rainy Christmas day, like sort of. Wow. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. So yeah. crazy to think about. Hmm. Well, my but, mom was one of 12 children, so we would have 50 of us in my grandma's backyard oh every my year. Oh my God. <laughs> Like it's like Christmas barbecue. That's so funny. <laughs> I know it was a roast dinner. Like it was a full-on roast dinner. Like grandma that would make for, for all of us. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Oh my word. But like you said, it's a season, you know, like we have these like stressful weeks or whatever, but we know like, okay, this is not a 365 day career, like for the most part, you know what I mean? It's like, we, we have this ebb and flow. So it's like, if you can just yeah. kind of put your head down and get the work done and you know, like, okay, like for me, I'm like, Hoo-hoo, okay. It's kind of slowing down a little bit. Um, <laughs> I have a full month this month, but it's like, I just know that the end is near and I don't have like a bazillion dresses in my shop right now, which feels great. You know, I see yeah. like my line just like slowly getting like shorter and shorter. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting there. So, um, do you have other seamstresses like in your area or who do you connect with around there? Um, uh, 
really um the connection i have is my lady who does the embroidery like she does embroidery as well as like general oh, nice. sewing and stuff yeah um nice. and like generally if people are asking me to do different things i'll funnel them off to her um, oh that is so yeah. great yes to have yeah. that yeah so what are your favorite like community resources and it can be like online or can be in person to when you're having like a lonely day what do you do for community um well i'm the president of our girl guide support group so these amazing women just um fill me fill me up so much like they're just yeah being in that community with these amazing ladies just amazing i'm currently currently organizing a car show oh wow you never seems to amaze me okay that's another yeah, yeah. So, so, so like so there's there's other things on the plate that are happening that keep me within the community yeah. but then it, it's like sort of how amazing to reach out with like my my friends and my other businesses to say hey just wondering whether you could help out with the girl guides um yeah. which is supports that are doing that so like sort of I love um, that yeah and my mum and dad met through guiding and scouting so like sort of having that has just that's been the beautiful and yes. then my girls go through guides as well so but um yeah so <laughs> that, that's that is my so part cool. of my community my the thing that I will not book appointments over I will actually go to all of my meetings for guides awesome. absolutely love them yeah and you I need it them. it's like it just keeps you balanced you know I think yeah. with every career like if you are just so like focused on the work and you don't have actual like hobbies or interests like outside of work it's like ooh, something's wrong and it can be so easy for us because like you said we're doing all the things so it can be easy to just overbook and then not have time for a life. But I know that like, sometimes if I'm like, just having like a weird, I don't know, a funk or something, it's great to have like some girlfriends that I can, you know, connect with, or just like having my life outside of work is so necessary. And the fact that you're in like a community and like, I know like a lot of listeners have like a church group or some other kind of like, you know, um, a consistent like fellowship that outside of the work, that's awesome. So yeah, because there is so much time that we're not talking and we're yeah. not with people and we're, and most people are at work when we could be at home and chatting and things yeah. like that. And it's so different to being your own boss mm-hmm. and having to do everything. Right. Um, but then also having that time to um, think and think and think and think and think and think and think. Yes. Everything you've got to do as well. That's got to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I know talking about positivity and stuff like sort of I had this one lady when my girls are really small and she saw me at the shopping center and she just came up to me and she just said you are doing a really good job and I went as a mum it's not something you would say to yourself yeah but then yeah. after that almost every time like sort of any interaction I'll have I'm just saying you've done a great job I'm so proud of you what, a, what an amazing experience knowing how much that did affect me from that yes. one person at that one time yeah. um and um when you're talking about sharing resources and stuff there was one of the girls in Queensland who just reached out to me and said hi Kate just wondering where do you get your resources from and it was just like I just listed everything off that I could think of where I go and what I do and who I got and it was just like oh, thank you so much and it was that awesome. and then I was saying go watch Brenda like sort of yeah. you've just got to watch Brenda yes exactly <laughs> she's my go-to girl <laughs> but then the funniest thing was I found there is a Kate's alterations in Oxfordshire and it was like oh my gosh it's oh. not just me <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys need to be like best friends now. It's like a sign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I've think I know like who you're talking person. about though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like make a reel together or something and like throw everybody off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think too, like once you know, kind of like that secret sauce, you know, of how to keep up with the business and like, you know, stay connected with other seamstresses or keep learning, you know, from Brenda, whatever it's like. And then you share that. That's just awesome because there's always somebody who hasn't figured it out yet and not they're doing anything wrong, but you know, we're all just in different stages. And so being able to kind of like pass those little nuggets along. That's awesome. Yeah. I am not. uh, Yeah. Last year actually won for the bridal industry award for Newcastle and the Hunter Valley area. Okay. Now that's 45 minutes away from me. Mm -hmm. It is a massive area. It's where I grew up. So like, it was just crazy and then Brenda puts a shout out on on her YouTube of, of my result like and oh it was my like gosh. oh my god this this that community of this one lady has just like I was like I'm there telling my sister and just like she just didn't understand like the how big it was for me that Brenda yes. was there oh me yeah out. that's huge and then when you reached out for me to it was like I'm just a, I'm just a seamstress in my little office sewing. Like, oh, no. like, oh my God, this is just, yeah. It was like the biggest, like, sort of, ooh, ooh. It's like, yeah, you're doing the thing. You're totally doing the thing and everybody needs to know about you. So that, <laughs> so, okay. So for listeners, yep. what are three practical steps? Um, and you've already given us a lot of tips. So, but three practical steps that listeners can do this week if they're feeling isolated. Okay. Clean your room. <laughs> oh, okay. Clean your room because it's amazing how that changed your mindset. Like sort of oh, 100%. Um, <laughs> this is like, sort of, I only have the computer out in the big room, but like sort of, it was like, if I was to put you guys in my office, like sort of, where would I face you so that you wouldn't see that what I was thinking was a mess. <laughs> but then when it's like, sort of, I'm looking, it's, it's a work, it's a workspace. Exactly. And, and, I know. Yeah. 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 So clean mind, clean workspace. Mm-hmm. It's that sort of fresh yeah. start. Yeah. Fresh start, fresh start. And having a cup of tea with a biggie or a piece of chocolate. Like sort of <laughs> <laughs> that certainly is like sort of something it's just like warming your hands and you can just mm-hmm. just taking that time away from the machine, taking yeah. the time away from um your area. I think that that's that's the thing, taking that time away. And I think that was where, like, at least in the room and I can shut the door and then I still have my house as my area. Like, right, so, right. Yeah, but saying that, when you walk in my door, there's, like, two big racks full of gowns and my steaming <laughs> station. So we just don't go anywhere out past that front edge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think also just talking, talking, like sort of when you have your brides in, have those moments of being able to share um, their excitement and 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 mm-hmm. then once you sort of hear what, what they're doing, like I have a lady who's eloping and, and she just like was so excited to tell me the secret. It was like, oh, I like secrets. I like, I like, I like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're enjoying enjoy. your clients, right? That's like yeah. a gift of the trade is to just enjoy who you're working with and and not feeling like, okay, get through the next one, the next one, but just the enjoying where one. you are. Yeah. 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 And, mm-hmm. and, and it can feel overwhelming if you're looking at your rack going, oh my goodness, the next one, the next one, the next one. Right. Um, if you just look to just break it down, okay, I have 
two hours to sew now before the girls finish school. Mm-hmm. What can I get done in those two hours? Then, right, okay, that's done, and then move on to the next thing. The next right, thing. right. Yeah. yeah, I think that's when stuff gets to my head is when I'm feeling like, oof, I'm not close to being done. You know, that's when it's like the weird feelings come in. Yeah. So, and it's it's funny because the things that you mentioned are kind of counterintuitive, like taking time away to clean the room, taking time to just sit away from the machine yeah. and then just actually enjoy being in the presence of your brides instead of like, just keep cranking away. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. But I think all those things just kind of give you a little reset and remind you of like what it is that you love to do and enjoy being in the moment. Um, yeah. And I think too, of how many people would love to work alone or like create their own schedule or, you know, have this, um, yeah, just an opportunity to like create a business for themselves. And we can kind of get stuck in like the day to day and lose sight of like how cool it is that we get to do what we do, yes. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was like my girls had their ballet exams the other day. It was just mm-hmm. like, I just wiped the whole day off mm-hmm. and it was just like, okay, we're all about getting these girls ready and getting them all settled and getting them to the place on time and stuff. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. And then I came home and actually fitted in another fitting. <laughs> <laughs> so well, if there was time, might as well, you know, take advantage of it. So yeah, exactly. Make good use of it. <laughs> Well, I feel like everybody needs to be your best friend. So where could people find you to get to know you better or follow your journey or learn um, about your biz? Yeah, you can all come find me. Yeah, come take a trip. <laughs> on Instagram, it's Kate's Alterations. And on Facebook, it's Kate Wooden Alterations. Okay, so I'll have links to both of those yeah. in our show notes. Yeah. And um, and I was yeah. just going to say, I'm going to send through my little sign so you can put that up for the ladies. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's says, in your sewing room, right? Yeah, that's normally my whole sewing room was designed around where that was going to go on the wall. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> the, the guy came to install the mirror and I was like, no, 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 not in the middle. <laughs> this has got to go to here. <laughs> it's it says beautiful things happen Come what is it one stitch at a time yeah and that's and that's the thing sometimes it is about taking that step back okay I've just got to get through this moment to then get on to the next thing like sort of rather than going oh my god I've got two racks full of gowns I've got to do yes um, yeah 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 and then sometimes we're breaking it down it's like that's an achievement. Yay, go these cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cheering me on. Let's get this one done. Exactly. Back. Each little victory. Got to celebrate yeah. that each moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kate, so much. I'm really excited to get this episode out and just encourage the listeners. So thank you for your joy and for being oh. our constant cheerleader. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always be cheering you on. <laughs> yes, yes. You can do it. That's the other thing. You just, you can do it. You can right. do it and you just make it work. Yeah. Make it work. Just make it work. And if you feel like you're the only one struggling to make it work, you're not. So you're not. you just got to yeah. keep talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And if you're feeling really generous, leave a review. Thanks, everyone.